You can pour it on the floor in the globe. Nobody's going to give a shit. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> like that time we were just pushing glasses off the table. Oh, yeah. You remember that? You say we? Well, we were there. I didn't do it. It Nick, was definitely Nick. Nick was doing it. It was absolutely Nick Timberlake. It was just Nick. Wait, was it Timberlake or Nick Perez? No, it was Timberlake. Okay. Because the yeah. table was like wet and the glasses would just slide across the table. I don't remember that. That might have been a different time. Was it? Because Nick, literally, we were just at the booth, like, right next to the dance floor, and girls would, or anybody, would just set their glasses right on our table, and then Nick, like, some of them were, like, maybe half full. Some of them were maybe three-quarters full. And Nick would just look at him and just slowly slide it off like a fucking cat. Right onto the floor. I don't remember that. (laughs) Or that time that Justin was just, like, throwing glass. I wish I could have been there for that, because that doesn't even make sense that nobody was arrested for that. We were fucking stupid. We were wild. A rowdy bunch. I'm glad I'm not like that anymore. I never did any of these things. I was just a witness to it. And apparently was okay with it. What was I going to say? Hey, don't. Don't do it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You say, hey, don't. You say, hey, stop throwing glasses. Okay. I feel like that's a normal. Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports, movies, movies, music, music. and whatever else pops in our head. Alright, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Almost Real Podcast. I'm Chris, with me as always is Ed, and we have a guest on this week to help us discuss, for majority of the time, NFL free agency, which opened up March 15th, right? We're recording yeah. this on a Tuesday, this comes out Thursday, so we might miss some stuff. We're probably going to miss some stuff. We're going to miss some stuff. A lot of things have already happened. Yeah, but uh, a guest with us today, welcome Tyler to the show. Tyler, say hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So what's your what's your like sports background, Tyler? Just for the fans. Yeah. We're not. I'm not gonna call you Tyler. I'm, I'm gonna call you Gator. Okay, that's okay, fair. Okay, so this is Gator. This is Gator. Uh, so I used to follow football pretty heavily. Patriots fan when I was in high school. The golden years of Tom Brady. Then what you, uh, golden years. This, dude, yeah. He's a golden goose. He's every year's his golden year, and I hate it. I don't think I hate it anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Like I used to hate it, but <laughs> now like. I'm, like we said a few episodes back, it's like we can sit back and appreciate what is actually happening here. Mm-hmm. I can still be part of like the Tom Brady victim victim support group that I'm a part of, but like I, I don't harbor like resentment anymore. I think him leaving New England kind of just put that to bed. Well, I mean, you're a Raiders fan, so New England kind of hurt you. Yeah, it's our fault the dynasty started. Yeah. So we couldn't we're, stop couldn't stop him in the snow. We're going way off topic, but like who do you hate then? I hate Philip Rivers. I was gonna say I was gonna say, like, right now you probably just hate the Raiders. I do okay. Can we say that? Like, I don't wanna get that mad this early in the episode. Like, cause I'm legit fucking angry. Like I am saying I'm taking applications for new teams right now. Like I'm a free agent. Free agency started yesterday. I am a free agent looking for a new team. Oh, Okay, to continue on your sports background. Uh, I've kind of fallen off. Uh, I used to follow the Red Sox. Don't really follow baseball too much anymore. I'm kind of big into hockey right now. I watch it when I can. Bruins fan. 
So all around, I'm kind of a New England fan. Don't really follow basketball, though. So. so I mean, but if you did, you still would have been gifted. Throughout all these years, Boston, New England area has just done very well since we've been alive. Us yes. millennials. Yeah. If you're a New England fan, you've been blessed. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you have the Red Sox winning their first World Series. 2004. And then winning multiple after that. Mm-hmm. Then you have fucking the Patriots. Boston wins a, uh, the Celtics win a title in 2008. They're playoff contenders throughout that whole Big Three era. So to be a fan of the New England teams in, in our lifetime has been very nice. Yeah, extremely. Bruins have held their own for sure. Yeah, uh, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure they've won two, at least two Stanley Cups, I think. In that um, time. Yeah, in yeah. that time. Uh, kind of sucked because I moved to St. Louis the year the Blues won and beat the Bruins. That kind of hurt. <laughs> so did you just transfer then? You just a Blues fan? Though? Absolutely not. No. No. I I would say uh, right here, right now, fuck uh, the New England area. You heard it here first. Yowza. Yeah, uh, I'm over it. Like the winning needs to stop there. Like I don't even care where it goes next. It just it needs to stop happening in New England. There there was a time that they like would have a championship parade every year for at least some sport. It was a years, like years long span that some sport would win a championship. Mm -hmm. So they would have a parade that year. Yeah. I work with the, we work with a guy that like, you think I'm being like mean about the New England area. There's a guy we work with who's just like shares that sentiment at a higher level. He's also a Steeler fan, so he has a real oh. big hatred for the for the Patriots. <laughs> so like it go, it's deep seated. And with me, it's like Raiders in my lifetime really haven't made the playoffs a bunch of times. So like, there's no crushing playoff, you know, heartbreaks at the Patriots' feet. But um, let's start with the Patriots in this in this episode because I think they have made the biggest splash in free agency. So far, in the, in the fucking 48 hours that it's been open. See, it's not even 48 hours yet. 36 hours, let's say. Free agency's been open, and they have made moves. They signed the top two tight ends in free agency. Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. I wasn't sure if... Wow, why am I seeing on the Raiders uh, tight end? I didn't know if he was a free agent or not. He's not. He's not, no. okay. We locked him in, like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got like two years left on that extension to be signed. He's like three, three years, some millions of dollars. I don't know. But yeah, they, they signed both of these tight ends. It's reminiscent. Gronk and Hernandez? I think I said that to Tyler last night, but I didn't use Hernandez. I used Killer. Okay. Interchangeable. <laughs> it is. It can be. But, I mean, with this was the biggest knock last year, right? You look at the season that Cam had and how he had nobody. The conversation, essentially, with Brady leaving New England in the first place was because they weren't surrounding him with fucking talent. And you saw what he did with talent in Tampa Bay. And so that's kind of what's been happening here. I mean, they also got Nelson Aguilar. So it's like they get him some receivers. I want to talk about that a little bit more in a second. But with the two tight ends, Aguilar coming in, some offensive linemen, it's like, okay, now it's like, cool, let's see if Cam really can come back and be... Kind of what we saw in the beginning of last season, he looked good, and yeah. then it just kind of shit the bed. I, w- I was going to say, what did you think of last year, like, as a Patriots fan? Would, what did you think? Did you see anything, or, like, did you have any takeaways from last year? I mean, everybody was kind of shitting on Cam, but, like, he's a totally different quarterback than Brady. 
right? Yeah. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's a totally different system for him and whatnot, and I feel like last year was kind of a trial year. Yeah. Then I'm pretty sure he just signed a one-year he did. deal yeah. with the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this year he needs to prove himself to go further with that team. I agree. That's good. That's a good point because it's like, okay, cool. We got you these weapons. Let's see if you really are, you know, really can make complete the comeback. Because, mm-hmm. you know, ever since that injury he had and then Carolina kind of dumped him. And then he gets to New England in a year where, you know, it's the Brady hangover. Yeah. And expectations are so high. And with a coach like Belichick, who's, you know, legendary, you're expecting some kind of magic, and it didn't happen. Right. And so now you bring in these these tight ends, you bring in a receiver, you, you beef up the offensive line. Yeah, we'll see this year if, if Cam, Cam can do it. Yeah, and I mean, they're not just going, you know, full high-powered offense either. They also signed uh, Judon from the Ravens to get a way better linebacker. So, you know, it's not going to make them the early 2000s Patriots where they just had this shut-down defense, but they're taking care of identities on the other side of the ball as well. They want to make sure that they have a solid defense. That's what, you know, some could argue won them their first couple championships was Mm -hmm. that lights-out defense. I haven't seen them be aggressive like this in free agency or any signings at all, for that matter, as far as big names, since Randy Moss. If you think about it, it's all been homegrown. Like, they drafted Gronkowski. You know, they, they drafted Brady. They drafted Edelman. They drafted Amin Amendola. Like, so these free agents coming in is, is kind of new in our era right now of, like, the Bill Belichick kind of way he's done things. Because let's be real. We've, we've mentioned it before many times. This motherfucker does not draft well. He does not. And he doesn't chase free agents. That's not his thing. It was always the Brady allure, like, in, you know, like, to go play with Brady, like Antonio Brown, Randy Moss, those guys. Or it was, we make these receivers who on other teams wouldn't be great. Tom Brady makes them great, a la Edelman, Amendola, Wes Welker. Like, so... And, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's, like, they, they just never go after any of these free agents. They just... And it's not even like he had this big allure. He did. They did get some of these big pieces. But most of it was just Bill Belichick being a genius and just getting people from anywhere and seeing... It's like some money ball shit. Like, he just grabs people and is like, okay, I see you can do really well at this. So they bring him in and he works perfectly in the system. Right. And that's how they've just been so successful for 20 years. <sighs> What's disappointment then? Like what? Like not, they have to make the playoffs, right? For Cam to yeah. <clears throat> to go ahead and be like, okay, we can go ahead and make this maybe a couple more years. Playoffs are bust, right? Mm-hmm. Ed, I mean, of course, that's yeah. The the optimal thing you want to go to the playoffs, you want to win the Super Bowl. Is that realistic at this point? They they have a higher shot now. That division's not a pushover anymore. They have a higher shot now, but. It's it's I don't even remember what the record ended up being last year seven and nine was it six and ten I think they had a losing record for sure I think yeah yeah so it was, it's it like was, the first time in like however many fucking years it was a while but yeah didn't didn't make the playoffs so I think making the playoffs or just being on the cusp of making the playoffs that's just as long as you're improving I mean you're good Cam's not old but he's not young no. I mean honestly as quarterbacks go he's in his prime. Right. He's in his prime. He's I mean, he's a past MVP. He can make it happen. He has made it happen before. He's taken a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Can you do it again? Can you kind of fit into what Belichick's scheme is? Well, I mean, the thing is, 
knowing Belichick and the, the past with other players and stuff like that, like he must really believe something in Cam to, to keep him again, right? Because, and a lot of it was just noise, but this offseason, there was a lot of hype about a, a quarterback carousel, and there could have been other quarterbacks to get. But he's going to stick with Cam one more year with the weapons they brought in to see. And that says a lot about Cam, I think, because Belichick's, Belichick's Belichick. Mm-hmm. He's just not just going to fucking do that. So it says a lot about Cam's character, how he's obviously able to conform to the to the Patriot way that we've all become accustomed to, because you know it's under Belichick's rule, right? It's like a fucking monarchy in there. So Cam has always been known to be flamboyant, and the fact that like Belichick brought him back I think says a lot about Cam. And like Ed was saying earlier, you can't hate on Cam. Cam is an MVP. He took a team to the Super Bowl. Like, he's not a chump. Like, someone was trying to compare him the other day to, to one of these, like, washouts. And I was like, bro, this motherfucker's an MVP. Yeah. He's, he's done it before. Like, he, had, he did have an injury. And I think the mental capacity is what's holding him back right now. He, he doesn't seem quite the same. And it's hard to repeat, you know, an MVP year. But he's still got the talent. Just don't know if he's got that, the mentals back yet we'll see we are going to see what other big splashes in free agency caught your eye in i mean before even more free agency kind of the opposite of that drew Brees retiring just touch on that for a little bit yeah let's talk about drew Brees. talk about drew Brees. what a guy i mean what is it like he holds most of the records right now yeah. But wasn't he like going back and forth with brady this season with touchdowns yeah touchdowns so that's well, that's going to get broken. Brady just fucking signed a four-year extension. Four years. This motherfucker's going to play until he's 50. Yeah. Sorry, back to Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about what that means for the Saints, but w- w- Ed's right. Let's, let's take a pause here and just talk about Drew Brees for a little bit here. Did you guys see it coming? I mean, he alluded to it, said he was going to think about it. Did you think he was going to retire? Yeah, I absolutely thought he was going to retire. Yeah. Um, he's not throwing the way he used to. He is all he has been known for his high accuracy throws. And yeah, he was still doing that, but he doesn't have the arm strength to get it to where he needs to as quick anymore. He was never known for having a power arm, but now he doesn't even have the power to get it there in those mid-range throws on time. Right. So it it was time uh they made a solid run, weren't able to wrap it up. It's kind of sad when you think about it because you know, now that Brady has set the bar at fucking seven rings, you aren't going to be held in such the same regard without multiple rings now. You know, and I, would, I think we were talking about it a few weeks ago, like three. Three is probably the number to be considered, like, up in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. So Breeze has one. He's been to one. But he holds these records, which that's kind of sets him apart. I mean, the dude... For my lifetime, like, and it's going to be up to us, guys. Like, this is, like, we're going to be like our dads who talk about Marino and Montana because we never <laughs> fucking saw them play. We watched Drew Brees play essentially his entire career. So it's up to us to carry on that legacy. You know what I mean? Because we got to see it. And it's wild because, I mean, he has so many passing yards. I mean, he, he holds all time for passing yards. It's insane. But people forget that he was on the Chargers for five years. Yep. Like, he was there for five years. He was there for a quarter of his career, which is nuts. It is nuts to think about it, because I, I was playing NFL Street 
like on my GameCube like a few weeks ago, <laughs> and he is the quarterback of the Chargers yeah. when I play it. And it's just wild to think about like how far he's come because eventually, essentially he, he ended up leaving San Diego because they thought he was done. He'd had an injury that they it was like 50-50. It was like, you either like never coming back or you could come back. We don't know. We're not taking that risk. They get Phillip Rivers and they do what they do with fucking fuckface. But it worked out for both teams. It, it did because then Drew Brees gets to New Orleans and you know he wins that ring there. They're playoff contenders essentially every season, and I just want to say it's just a it was a sad day. Uh, the Falcons had a great tweet. I don't know if you guys saw it. They tweeted, um, "Congratulations on your career or something. We're not going to miss you." <laughs> I saw Matt Ryan had said he was like for 13 years I saw you twice a year. I'm like a hell of a career, but damn. <laughs> and I and now I want to talk about what this means for New Orleans, right? Because right after this announcement, you see they go ahead, they sign Jameis to a one-year deal, and they extend Taysom Hill for like three or four more years as well. Where, who, who's the quarterback? Um, so, so you know how you have a like two-headed monster for running back. That's the route that a lot of teams go. That's what we're going to have with the Saints next year. You think so? It's going to be a two-headed monster. That you're going to see a lot of different looks. It's going to be very strange. But I think if anybody can make it work out, it is this team. It's Sean Payton. Yeah. Sean Payton has... I mean, Taysom Hill is just dynamic. He is a everything player. He's a utility guy. He's utility. Like, people have trouble, like, where do we give him points in fantasy? Because he does everything. So it's it's tough, but they're still not quite sold on him being an actual quarterback yet, and Jameis is and only a quarterback. And we so, still haven't seen how good he's going to be with his eyesight fixed. <laughs> I, that's what I'm waiting for. I thought we were going to see it last year because this, this, this ties right in. Last year, Breeze goes out for a few games because he has like 18 broken ribs, and I thought for sure we were going to see Jameis, and we didn't. We saw Taysom Hill. He started all four games. He went 3-1 and one in those games. Maybe, you know, they that was like the trial right there. Like, because in a playoff game, they they did a strict play with Jameis, and he threw a fucking touchdown. Like, yeah. so, so I don't fucking know. Like, I, I would like it to be Jameis. I want to see. I'm fucking curious. Let me see him with his eyesight fixed, because, you know, 30 for 30. 30 picks, 30 touchdowns. Maybe his eyesight's fixed. It, you know, one number goes up, the other one might go down. <laughs> I would like to see it. I'm fucking curious. But I digress. Taysom Hill played well in those games he played in, and he's been wanting that starting job. Like he's been playing. He for played him. okay. He played alright. He played okay. But, but that I, and I get it. They're not sold on him. Right. They're just like, ah, uh, we'll we'll see. It's 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 hard. Like a lot of people are like, oh, blow up the team. Oh, cancel. The oh, you season. mean like the fucking Raiders are doing right yeah, now? Yeah. All right. All right. But Sorry, we're not there yet. <laughs> but it's it's hard to do that when you sell off all of these different pieces. You have a decent defense. You have these weapons on offense. You want to try to make it work. See, if you can have a guy slide right in and just have it work, that's optimal. But we'll see. We'll see. Who do you go with to start the season? Ed, you go first. Taysom or Jameis? I guess it would depend on who they play, but I'm thinking Jameis. Tyler? Didn't Jameis Winston do halfway decent with the Bucks? Like he he threw a bunch of picks. He threw thirty picks and I thirty touchdowns. That. Yeah, right. He he he's one of the few quarterbacks that's in the what five thousand yard in the season club. Yep. There's only like 
a handful of quarterbacks that have done that. Mm-hmm. Matt it's Stafford's on that list. Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees like six times, <laughs> Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes. Just a bunch of legendary names. Yeah, I'd say roll the dice and start him. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I said, I want to see Jameis. Yeah. You see if the fucking eyesight is was the problem. Because <laughs> all he probably saw was a blur of jerseys, and he was just like, ah. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. He's just chucking it like, fuck, somebody's down there somewhere. So, kind of back into other teams, Pittsburgh loses Bud Dupree. Which is huge, it man. Is, that's big. That's big. That is big. Because that, like, that defense is good. Yes. That defense is more than good. I mean, when you had TJ Watt on one side and Bud Dupree on the other, it was like, that's who, who do we double team? You know, you got to pick one. And you got to hope your running back can step into the pocket and, and do a, a block real quick on one of these guys. And now you lose that to the Titans. Who the Titans? So they they're. I don't know. I feel like with the Titans, that's a good move. Obviously, it's Bud Dupree, but also I don't know where to fix the Titans. I don't know where they're like. Maybe they needed that more than anything, but also like offensively. You can't just rely on Derrick Henry, like, every fucking down. We saw what happened against uh, the game they lost in the playoffs. Like, they had an answer for it. They got rid of Corey Davis and Jonu Smith, which, like, it frees up some potential cap room. It's not like these guys had big contracts, but they would have because they're performing so well. Right. So it makes sense to kind of cut potential fat so you can get Bud Dupree, get a known valuable player in there. But, I mean, they still have A.J. Brown, who's a fucking beast. He is. Did you know A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf? This was a post on ESPN or NFL, whatever. D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown were on the same team at Ole Miss. I did know that. Ooh. That's rude. That's rude. So, uh, are we... Are we going to stroll right into the Raiders, then? Let's start with, like, the only good thing, right? The signing they just got, the defender from the Ravens. Was he? He wasn't the Ravens. Yannick the Ravens. Ngakwe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's good. Like so that was like that that's that started our free agency for us. Yeah. I that was the first thing that I saw and I was like, oh, the Raiders are addressing the defense. Right. Good. Yes. Okay. But 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 there's fucking layers. Here. All right. Here we go. There's here. fucking layers here. Here we go, Gator. <laughs> so within the last few weeks, they've just been like they traded Trent Brown, they cut Richie Incognito, they cut Gabe Jackson. That's three fucking starters on the offensive line, which was not the problem last year, okay? Everyone knows that Derek Carr plays great with a great offensive line, and that one was doing fine. He had the best statistical season of his career. Oh, okay, I'm John Gruden and Mike Mayakle. Let's blow it up, because not only did they fucking get rid of those three, today they cut three-time pro bowler center in his prime, Rodney Hudson. And it doesn't even make a dent in the cap because I was it's, gonna say, what's the cap look like? No, no, like we had a lot of cap. We don't need any more. And even with this cut with Rodney Hudson, it doesn't even make any cap room because his fucking contract for the next year is guaranteed. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I I got this notification when we were driving running errands this morning, and I'll like I think he thought something was really wrong. Yes. And to me, it is really wrong, but like to them, they're probably like, What why is he freaking out? I was freaking out, dude. Like, we were in line for the car wash, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no. Not okay. What the fuck? I think it's a conspiracy. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it's a fucking conspiracy. What does this even mean? This means that Derek Carr has proven that he is a capable quarterback, 
but he's not John Gruden's guy. So what John Gruden is doing is blowing up the O-line so Derek has a bad year and he has an excuse to trade him. What? Yeah. I've been off the Gruden train for a little while now. What's the long game then? Who do you go for? This is John Gruden we're talking about. He doesn't even know what the fuck oh, is, he's he, doing he next year. Just, like, he does things. He's a dude who like Wait. he starts a sentence and then he doesn't know where he's going to end it. Exactly. It's a fucking conspiracy. What just popped into your head? Yeah, what just What did you... What is it? All right. All right. Hear me out. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. This is like when he got killed by the tentacles and don't starve. Absolutely. So let's go down the conspiracy train a little more. A little more? Okay. All right. Okay. So they're getting rid of the uh, offensive line. So Derek Carr will lose. Do you think they're going to tank? For what? We we were a good team for the first nine weeks of football last year. Who's that? Uh, who's that Clemson quarterback? No, he's going to the Jaguars. Oh, is he? Yeah, they're drafting him this year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right, never mind. Trevor Lawrence is yeah. going to be in Jacksonville. Okay. Unless yeah, they, chill. Unless they All trade. Right. I ain't gonna trade him. Speaking of trades, I've getting I've gotten so tired as I'm sure you have, Ed, of this Russell Wilson fucking. Is going to be traded bullshit. Oh, are we going to dive into this whole fiasco? I only want to dive into it because I want to like say to the people, like, if you guys thought that was going to happen, because it's getting clearer and clearer that it's that it's really not going to, but we knew that it was never going to. And it's it's not. Fucking NFL off-seasons, this is what happens. It's you, you get a little nibble of information and you just run with it. But let's entertain the idea. Okay. Let's entertain the idea. I feel like we entertained the idea last time we, we talked about it, but but continue. I'm curious now what you're going to say next. Why would the Seahawks get rid of Russ? That, that's, that's the only question you need to ask. After that, you don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay, so I because I was thinking about it and like playing devil's advocate, I was like, okay, why would they get rid of him? Maybe he saw... What they did for Brady, like Brady comes in to this new team and gets hooked up with this great offensive line and rarely gets hit. And they see all these other, like he sees Deshaun Watson not liking where he's at. And then Russ just sprinkles a little something out there like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't like getting hit just to see what's what. And then it blows up. Yeah. Okay. So I could see that. But Russ is going to be going into his 10th year. He doesn't like getting hit, naturally. That's what any quarterback would say. But he's going into his 10th year. And when you're a quarterback at your 10th year, and you're he literally thinks he is the best quarterback. Like, he does. He thinks he is the best quarterback. I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody thinks he's the best quarterback. Well, a lot but of Seahawks fans do. At this point in your career, you should be able to make things happen in a dozen different ways. You shouldn't just have to rely on your feet and your deep throws. What does Brady do? Throws underneath. What did Peyton Manning do? Threw underneath. Not just throws underneath. He will, They pick you apart. What does Aaron Rodgers do? Picks you apart. At this point in your career, if you are an elite quarterback, you've been in the game for 10 years now, you should be able to read defenses and make these mid-range throws. So... I mean, that was a very big problem the entire year. I mean, not just the entire year. Most of Russ's career, he's been the flashy guy. So if anything, they're not seeing progression. He's always been great. He started out great, and he's been great the entire time. 
but they're not seeing progression. He's not able to make some of these more advanced reads and see some of these schemes. So if anything, that would be the reason that they actually get rid of him because he's been in the league for 10 years now. And if he thinks he's the best, this prolific Hall of Fame quarterback, you should be able to read defenses better and make these throws. You shouldn't be able to be stifled for a full, like not a full, but for half of a season. And there's my rant. <laughs> I, can, I can see it. Like I can, I can see it, but also like still you're not going to trade him. Like, yeah, I could say all that. I could say all that, and it still doesn't make sense to actually trade him. Anything from you, Tyler? Not really. Follow football, but not this close. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I didn't want to talk about that. Okay, perfect. I yeah, like, talk we're talking that. quarterback, we're talking free agents. Because I didn't want to see him gone. Like, there was talks of him okay. going to retire, and I was like, please no. Do, yeah, I want to see him forever. <laughs> I, I want him to always be there. And... So he goes to Washington, where it's like, who's starting in Washington? Probably him. You still you you keep him there. You develop Heineke, and it's literally going to be the same thing that happened in Miami. It's going to be the exact same thing. He's doing solid, and then he has one bad game because he will because he's Ryan Fitz Magic or Ryan Fitz Tragic. <laughs> And as soon as that fits tragic happens, they're like, oh, bring in Taylor Heineke. Why didn't we start him in the first place? And then and then Fitzmagic is gonna go on to play for every single team. I think this is ninth this is his ninth team now. This is his ninth yeah, team. Dude, so. He's he's over a quarter of the way there. He already was a quarter of the way there. Bro, it's like so I don't know. Like I just I like him. I li- I've always liked him. He's just a fucking Harvard-educated Harvard dude. Harvard graduate. Like, I think that's what gets me the most. This is why I fucking went to Harvard. Roll around with this fucking big beard, throwing passes with his face mask turned like completely 90 degrees. And beating the Raiders. <clears throat> Damn, never mind. I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's just a good dude, and I would love to see him play forever. Well, is Alex Smith going to go anywhere? I don't think so. You think anyone's gonna pick him up? No, I think it was a, I think it was very good story. It was a nice, like feel good story that he was able to come back and play. But I, I think he's done. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think anybody's gonna take a chance on him. And that like even I, as a, like a backup. No, like I meant a mentor, I, a mentor role. I wouldn't even feel good doing that because like, what what if he then does go in again, and then gets hurt. Again, I couldn't have that on my conscience, like, as a coach. That was Ron Rivera's, like, qualms. Like, yeah. all season when he was playing um, Alex Smith, he was like, I was so scared every time he dropped back because if I'm going to be the coach that put him back in there to get hurt after that horrific injury he suffered, um, you know, the season, a couple seasons ago. And I can't imagine, like, with everything Ron Rivera had going on in his life, like the drama with Dwayne Haskins, fucking cancer, Fucking yeah. like, you know, the Washington football team drama surrounding Dan Snyder, like all that. And then he's also like stressing out about being the guy that killed Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah. Like that is just so much on your fucking plate. And I don't think you can say enough about him as, as just a, a leader, as, as a person. Ron Rivera is great. And I was hoping that Washington could do, could do something like at quarterback. Uh, I don't think Fitz Magic's the answer. But we did see some good moments from Henneke, you know, in the playoffs last year. Like, they, they gave the Bucks a run for their money for a it's, second. For, for a little bit. For a for second. A little bit. Um, but, I mean, 
Fitzmagic is just your gap year guy. He's he's just a go to gap year guy. He is. But I mean, where where would Alex Smith go? Like, where anything you guys are thinking of where Alex Smith might go? Who would need a quarterback? Like as a starter or a backup? I either one. I guess if you think about it, like maybe you could put him, you know, behind Sam Darnold, just to kind of mentor okay. a young guy. Okay. Think there's situations like that in the NFL, like where you can have a guy like Alex Smith, who's a veteran, who has probably persevered through shit that half the quarterbacks in the league have not. I mean, can you imagine being the guy who like plays pretty solid under Andy Reid, but then they draft Mahomes, and you know that that dude's gonna take your job, and then you know. Then you go play somewhere else where you think you're finally in a groove, you get a shot, and then your leg falls off. Yeah. Like, he has been a model of what it is to be determined in this league. So you put him behind a younger quarterback to mentor him. I think that's the greatest value you can get from an Alex Smith. I don't know, like you said, I don't know how much you can get from him as a, as a starter or a backup anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also in the same boat as Ron Rivera. I don't want to be the coach that put this guy out there to die. But... Bring him in like just as like it's like the Lakers did with Jared Dudley. That motherfucker ever played? No, but he's there for like moral support and to be like a hype man. You you can you use those people. They're big. They're big in the circle, in the bench, in the locker room. Yeah, they're big presences. So I mean, it's like the Raiders are talking about for so long been linked to Richard Sherman. It's like bringing a veteran defensive player to kind of get control of your defensive locker room mentality. I don't know if that's a thing, like. In this case, that example I just gave, Richard Sherman, but I understand the the logic behind a move like that. Yeah. Speaking of that, no, I don't want to fucking talk about the Raiders anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking angry as shit. Getting rid of Nelson Aguilar. Bro, can we not? Like, can we really just fucking A? Like, if we don't sign Juju, like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. (laughs) Because, and I'll tell you right now about Nelson Aguilar, it was like, he was ass in philadelphia right and then he comes to the raiders he has a great he has a great season he was like one of the top receivers with like touchdown passes over 20 yards or catches over 20 yards Mm -hmm. so it's like a lot of that was Derek, but a lot of it was nelson aguilar can he do that again or are we going to see philadelphia aguilar with camp newton i don't know i'm not sold on aguilar yet i would like to him say stay in our system to see if he can duplicate the success he had in 2020 so as far as moves go for the patriots that's cool. I'm not sold, but I'm also pissed the Raiders didn't re-sign this guy. He yeah. was also a locker room presence of, of a veteran leader, too, like calling out fucking people for not being accountable, held accountable, which is big. You need that. And then, full, no, let's just let him go because we're fucking stupid. Our offense was the only thing that was working last year, and none of it is left except, like, Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. That's it. And you got third and Renfro, but, like, we ain't going to get the third down. We're going to get sack, strip sacks because the offensive line is evaporated. Sorry, that's it. Maybe that's the, maybe I mean, that's the last rant. I well, know. I mean, this is, this is kind of like that next man up mentality thing, though, right? I mean, so now we can maybe see a new person emerge and take over that two or three slot for, or the one or two slot for a receiver. Well, I'm saying, like, that would be the logical answer. That would be Henry Ruggs, right? We drafted him last year um, in the top ten. And he didn't produce a whole lot, and I put that on Gruden because he didn't scheme him. Scheme for a guy of his caliber. Like, the only time he showcased what he could do was against Kansas City in that game the Raiders won last year against him. And he fucking went off. You didn't see any of that the rest of the season. And it's like, why aren't you putting this guy in situations where he can do that? He 
was the fastest receiver in the draft, and you are not using his speed. So maybe he comes out this year and becomes the new number one. Yeah. We'll see. But at the same time, it's like you didn't give him enough fucking reps last year. I don't know what to fucking expect. I, I think now getting rid of Aguilar, because like Aguilar is a starter. Yeah. Like He just is. He so was, now this, yeah. this frees up more room for Ruggs. Right, and we do have Brian Edwards in there. Like We're deep at receiver. So like, I guess I'm not that like, worried about the receiver position. But who? how is Derek going to throw the ball to these guys with no offensive line. I don't know. I was just going to say, like, I feel like Nelson Aguilar, he's okay. He's okay. But, like, you're, you're freaking out about Nelson Aguilar, he's, a, he's okay. I'm not freaking out about Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> I'm freaking out about the offensive line still. Like, every emotion you hear in, in that last part where I talked about Nelson Aguilar is still just, like, the brim of, like, my anger of the offensive line being blown up. I can't, I'm still confused as fuck. Like, what the fuck is happening? What's an offensive line? This is coming from a Seahawks fan. What's what's an offensive line? And I don't know. I'm sure you've sat there most days and said, look, man, you know how great Russ could be if he was protected? Like, the Derek we got last season was because he was protected. Like, we get 2017 and 2018 Derek Carr without these guys. So, like, oh, fucking, okay, Gruden, cool, whatever, dude. And Gruden we trust, I guess? No, we'll not see. anymore. I'm off that fucking train for sure. I was off of it. Now I'm, like, really, 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 really off of it. Like, I got off at the fucking first exit we saw. This is going to be year four for him coming yeah. up? Yes. His playoffs are bust for this piece of fucking... Piece yeah. of work. This, yeah, piece of work. Because we that. don't fucking cuss on here. No, we don't. Okay, I think... You got something to say? No. Nothing to say. <laughs> Damn, don't attack our guest. He hasn't even said anything. He has. I say a couple things every now He and says then. a couple. He sprinkles in, all right? Hot routes. I think we need to go to hot route. I think hot route is just what we need to, to maybe... To simmer down. Just calm me down. You know, I just watched Reddit Crashers today. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Good. Well, yesterday and today. I finished it today. Who's doing hot route? I don't know. You're doing it. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't... What is Hot Route? Hot Route! Red 7, Red 7, Red 7! Hot Route! That's what we call a sack lunch! Nom, 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 nom. Alright, Hot Route number one. Gator, are you familiar with Hot Route? A little bit. It's been a while since I've listened. This is, uh, I guess just for you. For me? Yep. Okay. Just because it's Raiders. That's fair. <laughs> what? I thought we left this behind. No, we're not. Okay, we can do this one more. <laughs> one more, and then it's left behind... Maybe. My Apple Watch is telling me I need to breathe. <laughs> but please, continue. You're going to I'm going to have a heart attack. It's whatever. You, you reference Apple, we're going to get sued sick. Um, so, <laughs> who is a big free agent that you would love to see the Raiders sign? Like, who is, who is somebody that you would... Of course, one person is going to fix all your problems. I wanted to see Bud Dupree. That, was, that, would, that would have been, like, the that, one... That was my guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was never linked to us at all. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't going to happen. But, like, that's what I would want. That's what I wanted. Like, I would want, ideally, nothing to change offensively except maybe we're going to swap Nelson Aguilar and get Juju in there. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what happens. But as far as the offense is concerned, that wasn't the problem. I wanted to see all our cap money go towards the defense. And, cool, we got the signing, the one uh, edge rusher, which is fine. Yeah. But, like, we need help in the secondary. We need help in the fucking middle of the field. We need help on the line. And so Bud Dupree, as a linebacker, can double, like, you know, get on the coverage, rush the quarterback. That would have been ideal. Now, like I said, we were never linked. It was never going to happen, but that would have been ideal for me. 
Yeah. Okay, I can get behind that. But you know, when do I when do I ever get what I want? <laughs> okay, so we started out the episode talking about the Patriots, how they have made a lot of moves already. Is that gonna work? No. No, he says. No. When you say is it gonna work, what do you, what do you mean? Whatever Super Bowl? Whatever no, 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 play, no. playoffs. We'll what, say playoffs. Whatever, playoffs? whatever you're met. <laughs> <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> Whatever your measure of success is, whether they make the playoffs, whether they win the Super Bowl, or whether they just did better than last year, whatever your measure of success is, or is it going to work? Is it going to work? I hope so. That's <laughs> <laughs> not all you can say, really. I, I say no because it's like, it's like, rarely do you see what happened in Tampa Bay happen a- anywhere that you throw a mix of talent together like that and they just jive. It's like the Lakers last year in 2020 with like AD and LeBron playing and they win a title. That's rare. Yeah. Like when the Heat made the big three, they didn't win a title that first year. They lost in the finals. Yep. You put talent together like that. Like Randy Moss, that team, uh, and Tom Brady that went seven or 16-0 and 0 and eventually went 18-1, and 1, they didn't win the Super Bowl. Like it's hard to do that. And so, yeah, you bring in this talent, but like Cam is not going to get reps with these guys like until the season. Like – and also, you know, what cam are we going to see? The mental hurdles there is something Ed alluded to earlier. And mental hurdles are, I think, harder to, to overcome than, like, you know, trying to, you know, uh, improve your passing or your pocket awareness or your footwork. You can work on those things. The mental aspects of things are just such a barrier because it's in your own head, right? So I don't know what cam we're going to get. Throw in all these talents. I don't know if they can jive i don't know so i say no leaning towards a i don't know okay not a definite no but probably not <laughs> probably not Pro- probably probably not. not okay okay all right that was our second hot route in our third hot route yeah before we get to that third hot route that i totally have on deck uh weird stat of the day um did you know that baseball actually has more active play time like active minutes of like movement than football does. There's a study done. There's about fifteen to sixteen minutes of like actual play in baseball, and there's only about ten to eleven in football. It's that low. Yeah, that's that's a weird stat in its own. It's a- <laughs> like that's a, that's just a weird. You don't even have to go with baseball having more. You just say football only has an average of eleven minutes of actual fucking action. That's a weird stat. It's so you nuts. hit us with a double fucking whammy. <laughs> well, don't baseball games tend to play longer than... I mean, what, what would you say your average football game is? Uh, three hours. Oh. It's about the same for baseball. Yeah, it is. It really depends, too, like on your pitchers, right? Like, if you're retiring batters quickly, the game's going to go quicker. Your innings are going to be shorter. Yeah. When you have people getting on base, that's obviously going to lengthen the fucking innings. It's like, it's like the World Series last year. The Dodgers scored like nine runs in the first inning. The first inning lasted a normal amount of time for, like, three innings. Yeah. So it varies. But it's just funny, you know, people always say baseball is this boring sport where nothing happens, where there's actual more playtime in it than football. Right, it's just, it's objective, right? It's, yeah. 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 Extremely. Um, if you have, I, I have, a, I have a, I don't know if I have a weird stat now that we're talking about this before you get to hot round number three, but I have, like, a weird thing. Okay. It's like LeBron James just bought part of the Red Sox. Like, he's going to be part owner of the Red Sox now. Why? 
I don't know what's happening. Like, this has I, been a I, weird I, fucking day. I get Mahomes going in with the Royals because, well, he's in Kansas City. City. It's yeah. yeah. Like Russ saying he wants to one day be in the ownership of the Seahawks. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. LeBron's like, I got too much fucking money. Right. Right. Because, like, Magic is part owner of the fucking Dodgers. Yeah. Makes sense. What is happening? LeBron is just. Does this do anything for his legacy? Does it. It doesn't even, like, help it or hurt it. It's just a weird thing. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Because it's, it's just weird to yep, me. Yep. All right. You nailed it. Yeah, okay. It's a weird cool. thing. Hit us with hot route number three. <laughs> all right. And then the last hot route, hot route number three. It, it's kind of a. It, I mean, it, it is a yes or no, but Brady is now on the Bucks. He signs his four-year extension. How old is he now? Forty-three. Forty-three years old. Okay, which means he will play until he is forty-seven years old. Does he play all of these years? There's a lot of variables into this. I know it's difficult, but what do you think? I. I can't doubt the guy anymore. I can't doubt him anymore. Like, if he thinks he can play four more years, he's going to play four more years. What do you think, Gator? How old is he right now? 43. 43? So he would play for potentially four more? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's to bring in another quarterback behind him to gr- so he can groom him. Give them time to actually. Okay, I didn't think of it like that. Neither did I. Like gives them gives them time to it gives them time to bring in a replacement. Because Brady's gonna he's gonna be great till he leaves. I he, think unless he gets hurt. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So I think he could potentially play for that entire extension. I really feel like that's just like at this point in his career, like everything that he's done. Like, he's giving me no reason to doubt that he can do it. Like, the answer is, like, yeah. why not? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. w- w- literally something would have to aggressively stop him yeah. from doing it. Like, he'd have to, someone would have to kill him. Yep. Yep. Like, he'd have, yeah. So, I hope that doesn't happen, honestly. Like, I, like I said, my hate for Brady is, is a little less. It's way less than it used to be. So, like, but I can fucking see it. I can fucking see it. He's going to do it. And we're going to be, like... That's going to be a record in its own. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, Brady played till he was 47. Quarterbacks usually retire at, like, 38. It's like, what? And that's old. Yeah, do you guys know, like, off the top of your head, who's the oldest quarterback? Like, ever? To, yeah. Just to, to, I mean, there's a lot to of start to, to parameters. To start? To start a game? Would it be Favre? It might be Favre. How old is he? I don't think he was older than 43. Uh, who's the... Well, no, outside of Brady. Like besides, oh, outside Bra- besides, Brady? besides Brady. Yeah. Um, outside of Brady. Uh, how old was George Blanda? Ooh, that is a great question. Don't worry, I found a fucking th- Brett Favre is number ten, so he was forty-one on the last start. Drew Brees was forty-two. Steve DeBerg. Yeah. Doug Flutie yeah. was forty-three. Yeah, I, was, I know Flutie was old as shit. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's not even the oldest right now. Warren Moon played till he was 43 in 11 months. Dude, it's George Blanda. Dude, Vinny Testaverde, 44. It's not George Blanda, but this... No, it is George Blanda. Well, he, he, he didn't start any games. No, and he was also a kicker, too, wasn't he? Like, he played both. Oh, I don't know. 
He, I mean, he played back in the fucking day. 48. It's pretty old. But yeah, not it, but yeah. yeah, it's old. So, but I guess we're talking about starting. Well, he, I'll, didn't, I'll, he didn't start. I want to say the so last one case, he started was he was 41. Right. So let's say that like right now it, it's like Brady or, or Breeze. It's like it's these no one from back in the day because the game was so much rougher back then that mm-hmm. like no one was playing that yeah. that late in the starting role at a high level. So very interesting. That's a good question. That oddly enough we didn't know. Usually we're on that shit. I think Brady's going to break that. I think... Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all I got. You guys got anything to add? I got I got nothing. I'm just looking at George Blandy, who played for 27 years. Nuts. Fucking wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. <laughs> I've got nothing else. That was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us, Gator. Thanks yes. for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So, as always, I'm Chris. I'm Ed. And this has been Almost Agreeable. Well, what do you know? another episode down you can catch all new episodes every week on thursdays if you enjoyed the podcast please like rate and subscribe and don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at almost agreeable